Well, you know, EVs are the big topic right now, right? Everybody's talking about it, talking about the power, that kind of thing. But you got to start asking questions about the supply chain, right? It's not going to build itself. Somebody's got to get in there. There's been some good news on the EV side of things. But joining us on the show today to talk about this is Dennis Darby, who's the president and CEO of Canadian Manufacturers and Exporters. Hey, Dennis, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Brian. I'm looking forward to talking to you today. Well, okay, so, uh, yeah, I think I kind of summed it up when I was talking about the supply chain. Uh, where do you see things going here? There's been some big announcements here in the last little while, but how do you see things shaking down, let's say, over the next 12 months? Well, I think you're right. I think what we've heard, you know, what we've heard from government, you know, it are some pretty, what I would call, you know, uh, uh, you know, big stake investments, both in terms of, you know, in terms of EV plants or supply chains or even, in, uh, you know, in thing related to, you know, changing how we supply our power. Yeah. The issue is, the issue is we need to make sure that governments don't do the big announcement and walk away and say, well, we've done our part. Well, because we're, what we're going to need is support to make sure that the small, medium-sized companies that provide the parts, the machines, the, the, the components that are going to be need, also get some support. So that's, you know, that's what we really, you know, trying to put, shine a light on this. It's really important for Canada. If we're going to be part of this, call it the energy revolution, you know, uh, as we move, uh, you know, to a new, a new way of, of moving ourselves around, that we have, uh, we have companies, you know, of all sizes, who are able to participate. So it's not just a bunch of assembly plants that bring in parts from outside of Canada. See, here's the thing. To have the revolution, you have to have revolutionaries, right? <laughs> somebody's got, you can't just say we're going to do this and then walk away. No, and I, I think there's a role for both private sector and for government. The government has to make sure it's per, per, you know, make, setting the table as best it can in terms of not only not only you know some incentives to try to compete with the U.S., but also to make sure that you know our, our regulatory processes, you know our you know our ability to get things, like, you know, the ability to get people or even get you know training for people, because this is a whole new way of looking at our manufacturing system, and it's not just in EVs. It'll be in almost every area as we try to change how we you know how we you know use energy, and that's going to affect everyone from coast to coast. Dennis, how do we start? I, I know that, you know, there was an announcement by Honda Canada not long ago. There'll be other announcements from other big companies, but somebody's still got to do the grunt work. Well, I think a couple of things. One is we have to make sure that the government announced last year, the federal government announced a bunch of you know, investment tax credits. And we need to get those, you know, and those are part of the budget. Those are basically things to try to attract capital, attract people to build you know, to either to you know to, to process the metals or or build the machinery, uh, we need to make sure those get in place because you know as we you and I speak, the U.S. is attracting capital at a, at, a, at unprecedented levels. And last year alone, they 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 brought in about seventy billion dollars of new capital into the U.S. to create these supply chains. Canada's got to do its part, and, it, and it's going to require everybody. So yes, so for now we need governments and we need business as well. We need to make sure that. We're in a position to attract, you know, those good jobs and those and and the next generation. How we manufacture a car in the future, the kind of the ways that we you know, that we build the frame, everything from the frames to the brakes, will be so much different than they are today. And we have to be at the, the front of that. So there's a role for both government uh, and industry, and we're we're reminding everybody: let's make sure that you know you know just once you know once the uh, once the balloons. You know, have been let go in the announcement done. We're not, we're not done as a, as a, an economy. Former NL, NFLer uh, Dion Sanders always said his mom gave him this piece of advice: if it don't make money, it don't make sense. 
<laughs> and uh, you know, at the end of the day, if you want somebody to jump in on this, they got to be they got to be thinking they're going to make some cash. They're not going to just do it as a charitable little thing. I mean, so how, how do we make it? How do we make it appealing for somebody to just jump in? So, so a couple of things. First of all, co- companies make decisions on where they're going to invest their money. You know, you know, every day they're kind of thinking, well, where's the best place to get my? To your point, my highest return on investment. Uh, and and a lot of and so we have the legacy companies that build you know that everything make everything from metals right through the you know to to machinery you know they have to decide do I do I put my next dollar in Canada or do I put it in the U S which is offering tons of incentives so part of it is making sure the incentives are there and uh, and the taxes rates are, are you know are are comparable so that's number one number two you know, for new companies you know is there an opportunity you know to to have a long term uh, return because manufacturing, like many industries, but manufacturing, those companies, when you put that capital in the ground, it's usually there for 20 or 30 years. You want to be able to know that you've got a long term plan. The good news is what governments have start, started to do is trying to, you know, with these signature projects that we talked about, there, that, that sort of provides a bit of a beacon. Okay, we're, we're serious about doing this. What we want to make sure is that, you know, we have a, everything from the tax system to the training dollars available to making sure that there are incentives that can match to keep us competitive, especially the U.S. In this case, the U.S. is our biggest customer, but they're also our biggest competitor. Yeah. Incentives. That's a tough word for a lot of people. I, I like uh, it because I, I think I think you got to have a carrot on a stick if you want people to get involved. Am yeah, I wrong? I think- yeah, well, I think, I mean, yeah, and, you know, and the U.S. made a decision, you know, a couple of years ago, we're going to pull lots of carrots. Canada's always had a bit of a carrot and stick. You know, everything from carbon taxes to fuel taxes, we're going to try to, you know, we're going to try to make it hard for you to not transition and not change how you do your business. Um, that works a bit, but you also need the carrot. And in the last budget, last uh, spring, you know, the government said, okay, we're going to, we're going to match some of those. Uh, so the center. So that's, I, I think, so we just need to keep our, uh, the pressure on, on governments of all stripes and of all, in all regions. And let's make sure that we're, you're incentivizing companies who are, are developing the next generation of, of materials and parts and machinery. And I think, uh, and we've had, I was out at Edmonton back in December, you know, met with a number of cabinet ministers, to, you know, to talk about this. It's really important for Canada in general, we have to make sure that we're we're bringing everybody along. We can't we can't do this transition, you know, um, you know, like pitting regions against each other. We've got everybody to move along, and I think there's a I think there's a goodwill for the by, on behalf of most provincial governments to do their part, and um, let's hope the feds continue to do their part. And uh, I think we have a, a bright future, but right now, you know, the next twelve months is going to be quite telling, as we said at the beginning. You know, are we, are these big anchor investments, are they going to start to attract other investment behind it? And we'll be watching. Talk is cheap. You mentioned the next 12 months. Uh, let's even go the next 24 months. Where do you see this? Uh, where do you see this going? Uh, well, I, I think that uh, I think it, I think we are going to see some progress. Um, I, it's going to take there are, you know, again, as these companies, as they've talked about, they, they want to start production within the next couple of years. You have to develop your supply chains down. So. You know, we're certainly uh, working with our members and, and 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 with governments across the country. Let's make sure that we are getting those. You know, and these are companies. These are the companies that you and I would know the names of. These tend to be small, medium-sized companies, right. whether they're ca- castings or machinery makers, or even or even people who are finding metals. Let's get them going. We've got to make sure that they can fight. So, uh, 
Yeah, this it's a it's a long road, but I think we can do it. And and finally, we hear so much about the you know the the longevity of the batteries and how will they respond in our cold Western Canadian winters. But the the biggest oh, thing yeah. for me is. I wouldn't buy one of these things right now unless I knew I could charge it somewhere and didn't have to line up forever. Well, that's an interesting one, and that's one of the, one of the pillars of the discussions we've had with provincial governments, including including yours in Alberta, is let we need to have a grid that's sufficient because you know you don't have to be an engineer, and I'm an engineer, but I, you don't have to be an engineer to figure out that if we're using as much electricity as we are today, and especially out wet, even yeah. here it's minus, minus 15, so it's pretty cold for us people in Toronto here. But with the amount of electricity we're using today, imagine if everybody was plugging in the car, and imagine if every you know, manufacturer had, you know, had changed from gas-fired heating or gas-fired borders to electric. We aren't anywhere close. So, uh, you know, right now, that is the, that's the second side of it. Not just do we need to get the companies, we better make sure we have a grid that works. Talk is cheap. Uh, that's exactly. for sure. Exactly. Hey, exactly. Hey, Dennis, thanks for your time. We'll love to have you back on again another time, okay? Yeah. Very good. Thanks very much. All Take right. Care. Dennis Darby joining us, president and CEO from the Canadian Manufacturers and Exporters.